0: Welcome to the Divine Style Podcast with Jalinda Stella, personal stylist and self-love coach and Alison Maiden, psychic medium, spiritual healer and metaphysical teacher. Each episode you'll experience spiritual lessons to cultivate self-love and self-expression so you can become the best version of you.
1: Hi, I'm Jalinda. And I'm Alison. Today we are talking all about fear. We're talking about recognising fear, the impacts, the side effects and how you can overcome it. When it comes to fear, I... Love A Course in Miracles, and in there they talk about the fact that there is only love or fear, and when you can remove your fear, then all that's left is love. Uh, Fear affects us in so many ways. I mean, for myself, we we think every emotion actually comes back to fear, doesn't it? And And you talk about energy and that it sits within our energetic field. Mm. Mm. So we've got we're, we are all living in um, a, a
0: quantum field. So we are all connected energetically, and uh, in the, that quantum field, we have senses, if you like. And the senses um, that are on our normal physical bodies are extended somewhat into more of the spiritual realm or the realm that you can't see if you're just a normal person on the street type of thing. Um, whereas more spiritually developed people can quite often, first of all, sense that field around people or they can actually see. I can see fields around people quite easily, always have done because I was born this way, you know, strange. So when you are um, able to see that field, you can see interactions between people. And what I've always found really fascinating is that even though someone says they're not psychic or they're, they're not in tune, you will see them quickly pick up if someone comes into a room that they know or that they have a sense of and they'll be ha- have sitting with their back to them and you'll see them change and then they'll look around and then they'll see that person they know. And it's like a, it's a knowing that that person has come in. So everyone has this, whether or not they are aware of it. Um, it comes down to your gut instinct on things. It comes down to... Um, the survival instinct as well, which we've talked about before being in the base chakra. But it's also connected, of course, to your um, your solar plexus chakra, which is your feeling center. So that's the gut instinct that we talk about. So the knowing of having something or someone around you, either that being a happy event or something that you have to be afraid of that knowing is coming to you through this electrical field that you don't even know exists if you're just a you know say a normal person that hasn't looked into this before
1: yes even though you do feel that you might not recognize that these emotions that you're sensing because these are and we're talking about the emotional body when it comes to fear correct aren't we so when you are feeling these uh, emotions sometimes it's good to check in like is this my own is this my own fear or is this the fear of someone else Alison and I were just talking about how if uh, one person in the room um, it's like animals when when they have have the lookout, if somebody's looking out for the predator and and that animal spots it or that human spots it, the rest of the room will be affected by that. That mm. feeling, that fear, that sense. And and mm. that's where we have like stampedes at at events and things like that. Mass where people, hysteria. Mass yeah. hysteria <laughs> when people are trying to escape. Like yeah. one person freaks out and really there was nothing to freak out about in the first place. No. Um, and it's really interesting. They've done a study in Colorado, in the University in
0: Colorado, and um, they say that fear pheromones actually exist. Now, this makes logical sense to me that um, when people are afraid, their body goes into the fight or flight. And so your adrenaline is pumping. With adrenaline, you're going to get sweaty, okay, um, because it's trying to cool the body down in order. If you had to run really fast, you need to be able to cool down. Um, And so on that sweat will come out some sort of hormone. Now, there is a pheromone that is activated by your brain if you detect something that you should be fearful of or danger is around and um that smell believe it or not you can pick up on if you're another living being such as animals they always pick up on the pheromones of other things that are frightened around them and you say they'll either run or if you're a predator you're going to be looking for that smell you're going to be looking for that animal that's frightened um But in humans, we will pick up on it and it actually triggers anxiety in us, even though we may have no reason to feel anxious at all. So if you're in a group scenario and one person has got that pheromone pumping because they're terrified of something, you will automatically pick it up, even through the physical smell even if you're
1: not in tune with that quantum field, you will pick it up physically. And this is when they say you can smell the fear Correct. on someone. It, yeah. It's literally you can smell the fear. I remember reading a book a long time ago called The Gift of Fear mm-hmm. and what the gentleman was talking about, he was actually, a, I believe he was a police prosecutor. And what happened was he would talk about these women that would um, be have predators coming after them and they would ignore that initial intuition, uh, which we talk about all the time mm. on this podcast about it trusting your gut instinct. And there was one young girl who was in her apartment and she was walking up the stairs and this gentleman came in behind her. You know, they kind of flick open the door, they keep it open a little yeah. bit. And he said, can I help you with your groceries? And her first instinct was No. No, I'm fine. I don't need help. And he said, oh, don't be such a feminist. I can help you with them. And so her second thought was, oh, I'm being really judgmental of this person. Mm. So she allowed him to help her to the door. And, of course, when she got in there, um, you know, some terrible things happened to her. But she was able to escape because she, she played... In that victim um, sense, and said, "Can I? I really need water. Can you get me water?" And When he went in the kitchen, she managed to get out. But the the whole book is around that that gut instinct that we do have a gift yes. when it comes to this, and it, when we don't listen to it, sometimes things can go really, uh, really bad.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm I'm sure we've all had times in our life where we've had that kind of warning or the fear scenario comes up for us and we are told from a very young age not to be
1: frightened yes right there's no monster under the bed
0: correct and so even as parents I mean there's obviously a balance in this guys yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but um, we do have need to install um, some semblance of I suppose sense in our kids to say that look, there are things out there that can hurt you. We do need to be aware of those things. We do need to follow your gut. If you don't feel safe or don't feel comfortable with something, then you know, um, run straight home or come come to a, a responsible adult that you know that is is okay. So those things I think are important rather than um, teaching your children to be you know open and trustful of everything I think we do need to go with that gut instinct and just to tell them that they need to follow that is a really important thing I mean I, I was probably a little bit too the other way with my kids um in that I I was the helicopter parent as I'll tell you um but I think it's for good reason because, yeah, because they
1: saw stuff in their room and you believed them <laughs> yeah
0: exactly right and they really did see things in their room yes. and they was like oh, okay well, I'll get rid of that for you right now um but <laughs> yeah, it wasn't in their imagination that it was that. not no um, but it's all about developing your instincts. And um, I deal with a lot of adults now who were very psychic when they were children, very receptive to those things. But then um, was it, it was shut down because it was scary to them and they were reacting and their parents didn't want them to react. And so um, they just thought, well, I'll block that out now. Um, and so in doing that, they block out their natural instincts of, of feeling anything to do with fear. Um, and so I think a lot of the anxiety that comes about um, Through our, our society. And when people don't know what they're anxious about, they don't know what they're fearful about, I think it actually stems from there, to be quite honest, because um, they're told fear is a bad thing when in actual fact fear is actually telling you something, okay? It's, it's only bad if it stays with you for long periods of time and you can't figure out what it is it's trying to tell you.
1: And and, and again, if you're having fear of the future or or going into that, because I I believe, you know, anxiousness comes often when you're fearing the future. Mm. But if you're in a moment, if there's something happening within a moment when you're being fully present that's causing you to be fearful, I think that's definitely something your intuition is asking you to look at. But if you're sort of thinking about what tomorrow will bring, it it is a different energy around that when it comes to being fearful or anxious of, of a future event as opposed to something that's happening in the moment.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's when we do need to get help with it. So, you know, if you're constantly feeling in fear, um, then, you know, there's some wonderful tools that you can um, engage in. Just at home, maybe we'll start with the stuff you can do for yourself, like relaxation and meditation, for instance. Um, If you are living in fear when you know you're perfectly safe, then there is an issue. Um, So the anxiety, as you say, comes from that fear of tomorrow, what's going to happen. So constantly worrying about the what ifs. Um, So it's important to be able to distract yourself, distract your mind completely from that worry. So finding, um, let's say, find five things in the room that you can focus on. That's the first thing if you're having an anxiety attack. But then ongoing, we look at more things like structuring um, meditation. So having something that you can go to that you can switch on, that has music, that might have a nice voice that's guiding you through a meditation, something you can concentrate on other than the worry
1: or the anxiety. So distracting your own mind is a good thing. And this is a really good point to make because I think sometimes we, we feel and we we both do meditate and we talk about meditation, but if you are a worrier mm-hmm. and when you're sitting in a silent meditation and your mind is ruminating and going off in all sorts of tangents, it can actually not be helpful. Uh, and listening to a guided meditation will be far more beneficial than than allowing your own mind to create up stories. Yeah, we call it the monkey chatter. So it's, it's like exactly that. Um,
0: and and it, we, it's kind of the ego self that comes in and says, no, no, don't go there because then I can't control you. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it wants to do. <laughs> So, yeah, find a good guided meditation um, that you really enjoy doing. So it could be something like going down the beach, watching the sand, watching the waves. Um, it doesn't have to be a spiritual thing if that's not what you're into. It can just be purely loving nature. Um, so that's one thing that's really great. Something else that I've discussed with um, our, our great hypnotherapist friend, Craig Homine, um, is uh, tapping. I, I actually found tapping to be brilliant. Um, so EFT, which is Emotional Freedom Technique, Um, for anxiety works really really well Um, now you don't have to actually go to any cost for that at all you can find everything you need on YouTube for that one
1: yeah we've spoken about Brad Yates before Um, he's he's awesome if you want to look up some of his videos and he does do videos um, on tapping for specifically for fear
0: Yes, So, and that's another action as well So we're taking action there And we're actually doing something to help ourselves um, In the form of you're not sitting there worrying You're actually taking the action You're taking the worry and you're turning it into something positive um, and then, of course, um, positive affirmations. And I know you're the queen of affirmations. I
1: do love a good affirmation. I, I do think, though, which we will be talking about um, on our next episode, but forgiveness is a, is a huge one to come mm. sort of within affirmations. Uh, but affirmations are incredible because you start to reset those fear thoughts into something positive. The other thing with fear is that it's quite hidden. And, and I and I said at the start that everything kind of comes back between love and fear on that scale. So. Yeah whatever emotion that you might be feeling, it, you, if you can find the fear that's underlying it, that's where you'll get the So journaling again, which we've spoken about can be really helpful. So what mm-hmm. is it I'm really afraid of? And usually it's, it's the loss of something. So uh, the loss of love or the loss of security. Uh, and it usually comes back to those or, or the loss of respect, I think sometimes or loss of understanding mm-hmm. um, when, when you maybe not feel like you're being understood, that can, that can set off fear as well
0: oh look absolutely and and as human beings we are actually designed to be sociable we're, we're designed to be with with other people you know we want to have that partner that loves us and we want to learn through those kind of emotional lessons and so when you've had several hurts and pains over several lifetimes that can actually lead to unnecessary and sometimes even um, fears that don't make any sense to you in this life. And so this is the point where we say, right, now you've tried everything at home without success. Let's go now to the next level and and engage maybe a professional person to help you. Um, So someone who does um, therapies Like Craig, for instance, Craig Homine, who's a hypnotherapist, um, a a really good psychotherapist that can help you to talk through your issues. Uh, If you're spiritually based, perhaps you would look for someone like me who does past lives. Uh, I know I've helped many people with releases on um, fears that were completely illogical in this life because it never happened to them. Before, for instance, the fear of flying. You know, Um, they've never been in a plane crash. They've they've never had anyone close to them be in a plane crash. Yet they're terrified of getting on that plane. Um, And some people could say, "Oh, that's just because they've seen it on the you know the films or whatever." But we've all watched those films, and most of us will get on a plane. So it's not that. It's something that's triggered them. Um, And so yeah, past life memories can often
1: be very very powerful when it comes to current fears. Yeah, and talking it out sometimes can also give you that, that feedback from yourself because when you voice something, if you've got a really trusted friend, not somebody that's going to feed into the fear, but maybe somebody that's a good listener, this can be of benefit too, uh, just to be able to get it out. And you go, oh, actually, it's not that scary after all. And if we're talking about um, basic fear, so I guess definitely going to a professional if you are feeling that anxious that it's impacting your life, mm-hmm. but we all experience fear in mm-hmm. different levels and, and differing things. So there are um, ways. That in which it sort of shows up in our life. So um, not just in emotions, but in relationships. So um, I know a friend of mine, she was talking to me about how in her relationship, she was constantly testing her husband and pushing him away because she wanted him to love her unconditionally. But in that process, she kept like testing and testing and she didn't realise the whole time. He just kept he kept putting up with it. Like she made him sell his boat. She made him um, choose a car that she wanted. And she realised that it was all just out of this underlying fear that he didn't really love her. And when she had that aha moment and recognised it, their relationship just blossomed and she felt like they were together mm. and she could she saw the difference that he did really love her just her own fear was pushing him away. Yes,
0: yeah, and and that, that comes down to saying there's always going to be a reason behind everything. <laughs> you know, yes. like everything we do in life, there's got to be reasons, spiritual reasons and, and lessons to be learned from it. So um, it's good that they were able to complete that in this lifetime and it, it didn't roll around to the next one, you yeah, know. yeah.
1: so uncovering our fears, is, is yeah. it is a gift and it, and it is really helpful when we can figure out what it is that we're really afraid of mm-hmm. uh, and as opposed to just the surface stuff because I think it does go a lot deeper um, than, I mean, having children. And, oh, my gosh, we talk about this all the time. We're constantly in fear for our kids. Oh, sure. That anxiety yeah. c- goes through the roof. I mean, I had a nightmare the other night. My, my son died. And I think of all the dreams to have, that is uh, nightmares. It wasn't just a dream. It was mm. a nightmare. Mm. It's horrible mm. to, to have those experiences or that, that fear that you're going to lose your child or um, that something bad's going to happen to them. And um, I used to joke with them all the time that I would say, um, you know, you're going to get abducted by aliens. Now I have know you. <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> <laughs> it could happen it's so so my fear yeah my fear is a possibility uh but the the kids would often say to me mum you always go to the worst case scenario uh and well, you know, that's that sometimes it's a good place to start because <laughs> it's only up from there.
0: So, you know, uh, look, our children are the most precious things in our lives and um, an extension of ourselves. You know, it's a way that we learn to love ourselves. So I think when we start to fear losing them, we are actually fearing that loss of control over them. We're fearing the fact that they're moving away from us and then they're in charge and oh dear. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> What's yeah. Gonna What's going to happen when they're in charge? Yeah, exactly. And of course, um, you know, your son's moved away now, so he's out of breath. <laughs> so you know you it is going to trigger natural fears in you and plus we're living in a very fearful time on this planet right now and any empathic people like yourself um, will pick up on those fears even more deeply um, and it can be reflective because when we are feeling um, the fear of the masses for instance you know if if something's happened and I would listen back to um, the reports around when 9-11 happened and we just had that anniversary, you know. Um, The world was put into a state of shock. There was constant fear. I remember travelling at that time um, on a plane and everyone was looking at at every, um, you know, person that looked like they might have come from that part of the world. Um, and it, it was it was a terrible time to to be around for years, for several years after that, until everything really settled down. And then, of course, we're coming back into that again now with all the recent um, changes that have been on the planet and, and the fears that are coming up from that. So um, we are being constantly challenged by these fears outside of ourselves. And unless you have a really good grip on your own belief system on what you truly what what your faith is and that faith can be in yourself it can be in a deity it can be in a religion whatever that might be when you have a solid base inside of you and you know that you're being taken care of either by the universe or by your angels or or, or whoever you believe in then I think it makes a very big difference to everything
1: else. It's so true because I see how this shows up in so many lives and it is through that sense of control uh, that where you are trying to control everything around you because you feel unsafe and not only, uh, you know, circumstances but the people around you as well because it, do- it that's the only way we get a sense of safety is through yeah. that, that feeling of control. So if you look at the parts of your life that you're trying to control, it'll uncover the fear mm. below it.
0: Mm. Mm, absolutely for sure and you know putting your your trust and faith into um uh, into as i say your belief system knowing that you are going to be okay knowing that your intuition is going to kick in when you
1: need it and that uh, you don't have to control everything exactly and that and and yes having something to look um up to or, or even being in awe of things i find takes you out of this me space like where mm. you can if you immerse yourself in nature or find something to look at that just brings so much awe that you feel so so small and tiny but still connected and part of it all is is a really great way to get you out of your head because this is all um a lot of fear is all head stuff oh, so
0: and and look, to be honest with you i mean coming from my perspective um we're creating a reality you right Everything around us has been created by our thoughts and our thoughts are extremely powerful. And you can experiment with this at home. You think something enough and you can absolutely be sure it's going to cross your path at some point that day. It'll show up on your feed, on your Facebook. It'll come onto a TV ad. It'll come up in movies. All of a sudden, there it is. Why? Because you're constantly thinking about it. It's in the forefront of your mind and you're noticing it around you a lot more. Other times you wouldn't even... Look at it, it wouldn't be important to you. But because it's like when
1: someone says yellow car, (laughs) you see every yellow car on the road. Which you will now today. Uh, there, well, I was just having this conversation with my dad, actually. We go walking in the mornings and, and he, it's like we've got some bush tracks and he said to me he used to be really afraid of seeing a snake and he recognised that his thought, and it did, he, he'd he seen two in the past. Yeah. And so sometimes it's our past fears that sort of bring it in the future, but he realised if I don't energetically have the same vibration of fear with the snake, then the snake can't be attracted to me and I can't be attracted to the snake. That's right. So he said every day when he walks, he has no fear about that one whatsoever anymore and something so simple but something so powerful at the same time just from a thought yeah look we do
0: really make our own realities here and um I probably shouldn't be talking about the Matrix because the Matrix is about to come out again. Another <gasps> the fourth one. Another Matrix. I'm so excited uh, with a Keanu Reeves that looks very much like that guy from the other films he's been doing. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how he's going to pull that one off. But anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, the Matrix was a really interesting movie, and uh, how we're all plugged into a system, and that system is made up by um, a mass computer-generated thing. You know, well, what if that was kind of true what if our consciousness was that computer what if it wasn't a tangible thing but something that was massive of electric electricity out there and synapses were actually you know invisible to us all but it was forming this hologram around us and every time we were thinking about things it was happening it's all interconnected it blows your mind to think about but what if that was all true you could pretty much make whatever you wanted. I mean, remember his his um, character in that movie was able to fly, it was able to do all these different things after he realised that everything was just a computer pattern and he could actually make up whatever that was. Um, so I'm not suggesting you should go jump off a building to see whether that works for you. No, no, you don't but, do that. <laughs> but I'm just saying that, you know, if you actually make up in your own mind what – your reality looks like what you want in your life right now you know um, and actually think that all the time don't get pulled into the narrative that's around don't get pulled into the fear that's around but actually make your own reality in your own mind and move forward in that life becomes a lot better it's just a matter of changing your mind from that point that you're at right now to something more positive.
1: This is so true, and it's something that I have really struggled with, and I want to say struggle, but worked on. Uh, See, picking words, choosing mm-hmm. choosing my words more carefully, but that I've been working on changing my mindset and changing the words that go around in my head. But it is easy to get drawn back into that ego or that monkey mind that that does sit in fear, and so it's it's really about taking that you know stopping. Then, then actually, like spotting it, what's going on in my in my mind, and then being able to switch it out and change it to something more powerful, or and that you can be really present about. Even if I, I know when I first used to do this, it, it would take me weeks to realize that a, a negative thought that would manifest. Actually, that was definitely something I thought about, and here it is. Yeah. Uh, and then now it can happen in a split second. My my daughter was recently in a car accident, and she said at that very moment she was trying to be super careful. Of not having a car accident and someone run into her so energetically that person that ran into her and 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 herself they were attracting each other in that very moment mm-hmm. uh, and it like in an instant and she had that thought so quickly and she was able to, I was able to show her and connect her in with that uh, but in the past you, you you blame someone else oh yes <laughs> <laughs> the blame game but when we think about the bad things that happen to us
0: we always connect the dots but we never connect the dots with the good stuff. So true. You know, when the good stuff happens, it's like, oh, yeah, I deserve that because, you know, <laughs> I'm a good person. I should have that. But it's like, well, I was actually putting out that I wanted that to happen. I was putting out that that was going on. And then we look at the gratitude. that we We're going to look at that in a couple of episodes' time. We're going to look at how gratitude pulls things into your life, you know, being grateful every day instead of being annoyed that we haven't got something maybe we should be grateful for what we have in this moment in time. You know, I woke up this morning, I got out of bed, my creaky old bones got out of bed. But the fact of the matter is I got on my feet and I walked and then I was okay, you know. So you have to be grateful not for the pain. You have to be grateful for the fact that you can still move with the pain. <laughs> you know. Yes,
1: look for the good. I remember there was another another story and I remember this, this gentleman, he was talking about his knees and he's like, I've got one good knee and one bad knee. And the gentleman said to him, so you've already told your knee he's bad. How is he ever going to get better? <laughs> like, <laughs> so, good so, point. Yeah, so he's like, oh, no, I do have two good knees.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, you know, positive thinking is the change that we all need at the moment. We need to create a wonderful world that we can all live in. So be positive that that world is going to be there and, and don't uh, relent. Don't fall back into old habits. Just keep visualizing that wonderful life ahead of you. And pretty
1: soon the fear will disappear. Appear. It will. And as a really, the most amazing thing happens, I think, when you actually recognize the fear. Sometimes, in a magical instant, it can go as well when you understand the core behind it. But the world is moving in a good direction. I believe so.
0: Thanks for listening to the Divine Style Podcast. Please follow, share, and tune in weekly for more spiritual and self love guidance. You can find out more and ask questions at gelinda.com.au and alisonmaiden.com.